0: hello everyone and welcome to turn to page 30 that's a big number you are plant food sorry you're plant food yes it's you there's a contraction here it we are the plant food importantly yes. but we're also the plant you're yeah that's the thing is wait that's the confusing thing because the cover it's a uh, it looks like a broccoli boy, <laughs> a boy who has mm-hmm. become the Um And so if we are a plant, but we're also plant food, I don't know. I mean, I guess plant ca- plants do turn into plant food eventually, I suppose. Oh, that's grim. Oh, no. Oh, no. So <laughs> I'm not ready to provide nutrients to the soil. Yeah, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to provide nutrients. I don't have that many. I barely get enough nutrients as it is. Not going to be very good I'm plant food. I'm eating soil to get some back. I know, I've been, I've been eating soil all day, every day. I'm just not ready for it. Uh, my plant food. But I, You know, that's the plants getting their revenge at this point in time. You keep eating all our food, we'll eat you. Yeah. Uh, but, but before we move on from this title, this or this title page... I got to say, this one is probably the scariest cover to me. I don't know what it is about. Am I, am I, it's not, there's nothing that is inherently that scary on it, really. It's a boy who's got his, oh, he's a tree! His arms are Mm -hmm. up and he's a tree! Okay, he's been turned into kind of like a tree and his hands are up. But there's just something really uncanny about this face that he's making. It's kind of like... It's kind of like a even less actually scared Home Alone face, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but like it's it's like a surprise but not threatened Home Alone face. Like this is not accompanied with a scream. Yeah, so we're left with this kind of like uncanny Tree Boy, and I don't I'm- know why this is un- this one unsettles me the most for sure. I'm honestly so happy that you said that as well because we do see this cover. You know, yeah. The two of us each see this cover before we start recording the episode and I mentally made a note. I'm not going to mention that this is the one I find the most horrifying so far. Yeah. That's episode banter. But, yeah. simpatico, it is truly, deeply, existentially terrifying. Yeah. Maybe th- it's th- because we all will become plant food. Exactly. And on that happy note, let's... uh. <laughs> Let's get on into the the book made of tree. Beware. Don't read this book from beginning to end. Plant yourself right here. You just entered the Evil. <laughs> Sorry. <Wow. laughs> you just entered the Evil Creeper Botanical Gardens on a school field trip. Wow. And today's lesson is this. Plants can be deadly. There's a killer plant virus going around. Touch an infected plant and your skin will turn to a scaly bark. You'll put down roots and morph into a plant. And, once you're a plant, watch out for insects, especially the giant insects that roam these gardens. This creepy field trip is all about you. You decide what will happen and how terrifying the scares will be. This is the quickest that they've gotten, you know the textbook goose bumping in plant yourself right here. You've just entered evil creeper botanical gardens. It's just, that is so fast. The time, time to bad pun is non-existent. <laughs> yeah, first, it a first word. <laughs> first word, all caps, plant yourself here. None is like impressive. I think we're in for a really good time here today as a result of that. I think, I, I think so. Uh, Let's get on into page one here, as I find a pen Let's do it. that I will surely need. All right. Whoa! You exclaim as the school bus pulls up to the Evil. Oh boy, this is gonna be a day. Evil Creeper Botanical Gardens. What a creepy place! Behind its tall wrought iron gate loom, looms the oldest-looking building you've ever seen. Sorry. This is gonna take. This book's gonna take forever to get through. Why? Why is oldest looking? It's why is it one? It's like there's a dash between it, as if it's just like a Mm -hmm. common descriptor term. Like, I'm already tilted. It's how often are you going? That's the oldest looking building. Yeah. I okay. (laughs) You you got to bury the end of oldest and the start of looking for it. Exactly. It's the oldest looking. It's the oldest looking. Damp green moss and thorny twisting vines cling to the ancient walls. Shrubs and thick bushes line a crumbling cobblestone path. Yeah? Your best friend Carrie agrees. It looks abandoned or maybe even haunted? You stare at Carrie, eyes wide. (laughs) I can't wait! You and Carrie shout at the same time. You slap high fives. This is gonna be the best field trip ever! Carrie adds. Famous last words. Turn to page two. Okay, we're here. Everybody off the bus. Your teacher, Mr. Mr. Denmead, shouts. Carrie brushes her strawberry blonde hair off of her freckled face and grabs her backpack. You slip a small notebook and pen and paper. Pen into your jacket pocket. It's so cool that Mr. Denmead knows the people who run this place. You tell Carrie as you exit the bus. I don't know anyone who's ever been inside. These gardens have been closed for as long as I can remember. I'm more excited about the prize that Mr. Denmead's going to award the team with the best report. Carrie declares. You know that team's going to be us. Is the prize a bike? I'll kill a man for a bike. We, we know this. Hold right away. <laughs> <laughs> we will commit murder and ride away if it's a bike. We know that already. You roll your eyes. Carrie is a major brain. She's such a straight-A student that you're surprised teachers haven't made her principal. Sometimes she can be a little bit too enthusiastic, in fact. After all, how thrilled can you get over homework? You're more interested in exploring cool new places. Well, I can't wait to see what kind of weird plants they have. The weirder, the better. Cuds, Gather reins! Mr. Denmead stands by the huge, rusty gates. I have to warn you about something. Turn to page three. We're here by special permission, so I expect all of you to be on your best behavior. Mr. Denmead declares. You glance around at your classmates. Everyone nods. You snort, as if anyone would admit they're going to get into trouble, you think. There are some very unusual plants inside, Mr. Denmead continues. Plants you've never seen before. You may be tempted to touch them, but don't! Mr. Denmead steps up to the gates. Metal screeches as he pushes them open. Your class follows him along the pathway, overgrown with weeds. You reach the decaying front porch. Creak? The porch moans as Mr. Denmead steps onto it. You glance down at his feet, and something seems wrong. Hey, the doormat is sagging in the middle, and the wood around the edges of the large mat looks rotten. Black spots and bits of moss-stained planks. It's as if the floor might collapse. Creak. Mr. Denmead lifts his foot to step on the mat. Watch out! You shout. The floor is breaking! Quick, turn to page 134. You leap forward and yank Mr. Denmead's arm. You pull him down the porch steps as the planks under his feet give way. He stumbles backwards onto the lawn. A huge, gaping hole appears right where he was standing a moment ago. Oh, way! Wow. Mr. Denmead murmurs. He seems startled and a little embarrassed. The wood must be rotten. Thank you. No problem! You replied modestly. Hey, being on the teacher's good side for a change could come in handy. Nice work! Carrie congratulates you. Mr. Denmead examines the giant hole in the floorboards. "'I didn't remember the gardens being so run he mutters. "'Perhaps this visit isn't such a good idea. "'Class, wait here while I try to go down to the back door.' He hurries around the side of the building. "'I hope he doesn't cancel the trip,' You whisper to Carrie. "'I'm dying to explore. "'We'll have another chance to get inside these weird gardens. "'When are we going to have that?' "'Yeah,' Carrie answers. And what about the contest? I'm all set to win. What are we going to do? Turn to page nine to find out. There must be some way to check out the inside of this place. You whisper. I mean, even if it's just for a little while. You notice an open window farther down. It'd be easy to climb in. We, We could climb in through that window. You suggest. Look. Carrie whispers, nodding towards the front door. The front door's actually open a crack. We could just jump over the hole and go right in. Yeah, but then everyone would see us, you point out. That creep Chris Nelson would probably tell on us, too. You both glance over at Chris. He's picking his nose, as usual, gross. Oh, you're right, he'd squeal, Carrie agrees. Anyone sees us going through the window, that could even be bigger trouble. That's true. You answer. You chew on your fingernail. You're dying to get in there and explore. Listen, I'll do whatever you want. Carrie concedes. But decide fast, before Mr. Denmead comes back and calls the whole trip off. Quick, choose. To climb in the window, turn to page 43. To open the front door, turn to page 87. Uh, okay, so... The window looks Fine. easy to climb in, but the door. What's the penalty to the door? Which one it would be? Everyone would see us. So the door is yeah. that everyone would see us, and no, Chris Nelson, that creep, creep, would report on us. I that. Mm. It's, I do kind of like the idea of going more dangerous. Yeah, more. Is more by more dangerous? You mean risking it going into the window because it seems slightly yeah. more difficult it also seems kind of like what the book is trying to get us to do mm-hmm. so i mean i'm down with it i like it <laughs> i like the idea of us uh, possibly choosing to go through the door forgetting that there's a hole just immediately falling and oh having to go back. you know what maybe maybe that is what happens well, let's go to 43. let's go in the window you decide We'll be careful. Okay. Carrie agrees. Come on. Together, you sneak over to the window. Make sure that nobody's watching, then you climb inside. You're standing in the main hall. Faint light shines through the grim-streaked win- windows. In the dim glow, you see thick vines climbing the marble walls. Moss sprouts from the tile floor. Wow. You gasp. This place is wild. Cool. Carrie exclaims. She wanders off to check out a tree. Hey, how did you get in ahead of us? An annoying voice whines behind you. You spin around, but you already know it's Chris. The rest of your class swarms into the huge main hall. You didn't come in the back door like we did. It's Todd, Todd. he's back, (laughs) he says suspiciously. You left me in the werewolf woods. How did you get in? That's none of your business, Chris! You snap. Chris is one of those kids who always wants to tag along. And if you don't let him, he figures out some way to get you in trouble. Better disappear before he asks if he can hang out with Carrie and I, you think. That's the last thing you want on a field trip to be stuck with, Chris. Sneak away quickly to page 107. We chose to go in the window to avoid Chris. I we know. got in, and Chris is just on the other side of the window. Like, why did you do that? <laughs> I'm going to. Chris, ever present. It was you. Ever present, Chris. I've got to find the bathroom, Chris. You fib. Then you dodge through the group of kids milling around. You want to put some distance between you and Chris. A thick vine creeps up the wall in front of you. You notice a bright green poster tacked to it. What's that about, you wonder? Why would there be a poster if nobody ever comes in here? You step up close to examine it and gasp. Danger, the poster reads in bold red print. Deadly plant virus. Below the words is a picture of a plant covered with red spots. The virus affects most varieties of plants and animals, you read out loud. Highly contagious Proceed at your own risk. Whoa. Now what do I do, you wonder? If I show mister Denmead the poster, we might have to leave. Then I'll never get a chance to check out this awesome place. But if I don't show him, someone might catch the plant virus. Sounds dangerous. Okay, kids. Got it. mister Denmead calls. Are you gonna show him the poster or not? To show him the poster, turn to page twenty six. To hide the poster, go to sixty seven. I feel like we're getting choices that are actual, like, choices to think about. Which, you know, huge props. Mm-hmm. Like... I y- wonder what y- your thoughts on this one are. Uh, I'm, I'm like, the the logical, like, if I'm just following a classic story, the logical pull is hide the poster so we can see what the action is. But I'm, I'm, like, I am also deeply curious what the hell even happens if we just show the poster. Is it actually just going to be, like... You are done now. Double, like the it is called like, off. Kids, is that truly? I've like, seen the poster. We're gone home. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> is that truly like? Are they gonna pull that? Just be like, yeah. It's, then it's done. So I can't can't deny I'm morbidly curious. I am also quite curious as to what happens when we show the poster to Mr. Denmead, because we are already inside. Also, what if, you know, vines just go over the doors and we can't leave? What if, you know, this gives people information, but keeps us on the same page? Yeah. Uh, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Let's turn to it. 26. We'll show the poster. I better tell Mr. Denmead about this virus, you decide. It's kind of... You know, morally bankrupt to not let somebody know about a deadly (laughs) virus in the place that they're in. I'd feel terrible if something bad happened. (laughs) Your classmates are gathered around Mr. Denmead. You and Carrie push through the crowd. Mr. Denmead! You call, trying to get the teacher's attention. Mr. Denmead! Hey! A sharp nudge in your side cuts you off.
1: Why did you poke me?
0: You ask Carrie. She nods towards a far corner of the huge hall. You peer into the dim light and you can just make out the silhouette of a small man. He crouches in a shadowy corner, as if he didn't want anyone to see him. He's been watching us this whole time, Carrie whispers. A chill passes over your skin. You, you mean spying on us? I don't know, Carrie replies. Then she gasps. Look, he's coming towards us! Hurry and turn to page 12! <gasps> Your scalp prickles as the strange man moves towards you. So I also, we, we chose, let's show him the poster. And we just don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> let's avoid Chris. And we don't. <laughs> and let's avoid, uh, yeah. So about these choices. I, I, the choices are good. The outcomes I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so far it seems quite counterintuitive. Yeah, a uh, couple of telltale choices. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I bet you, if we took the other options, it just would give us the reverse. Be like, oh, you actually avoid Chris going this way, or oh, he finds out about the poster. But no, Mm -hmm. your scout prickles you, etc., etc. Wait, that's a who's new, Mister Denmead announces. He steps out of the circle of kids towards the mysterious figure. Hello there, Wally. The strange man greets your teacher. Welcome to the evil Creeper Botanical Gardens. Oh my. Kids, This is Max Creeper. <laughs> Max Creeper. Oh, Mr. Denmead declares. Max is short for Maximum. The gardens <laughs> are named after his dad. Ha! <laughs> you laugh. Carrie, you were scared of nothing. You decide not to mention that you were a little scared, too. Carrie's fl- face flushes red. Well, he looked so weird over there in the dark. Actually, he still looks pretty weird, you think? Maximum creeper's long, tangled white hair trails down his back. Bits of leaves cling to it. Twigs and flowers poke out of the pockets of his filthy overalls. And you notice he's not wearing any shoes. What's wrong with this guy? Turn to page 132 to hear more from Max Creeper. Hello, kids, Max Creeper yells. My father was a famous botanist. Your teacher, Wally Denmead, was one of his students, of course. He adds with a chuckle. (laughs) <laughs> Young Wally was a troublemaker back then. I hope he'll be better behaved today. Is he talking about the same Mr. Denmead? Huh. Maybe he's not as boring as you thought. My father created many new plants, Mr. Creeper continues. Oh, he was a genius. But there were those who thought he was a crackpot. He shakes his head. Twigs fall out of his hair. I must warn you, Max Creeper goes on. There's a plant virus going around. Avoid any of the plants that have red spots. Good. You don't have to warn Mr. Denmead after all. How dare you have to do a good thing? Mr. Creeper turns to go. Enjoy meeting my plant friends, he calls over his shoulder. I have told them to expect you. You watch Max Creeper shuffle away. What a weirdo. Okay, kids. It's plant time. Mr. Denmead leads you over to the directory. There are four different regions inside the gardens. Report on the plants in each area. Remember, the team with the best report will win a very special prize. Have fun, and please, behave yourselves. Read the directory and choose a starting place on page 100. Oh, we're getting a shop till you drop dead. We are indeed. We are indeed. Let me just mark these down one second. Ooh, I like this format. Mm -hmm. While you're marking them down, I will say that we are uh, confronted here with the uh, placard the Evil Creeper Botanical Gardens. Please explore all of our exciting areas. Tropical on page 5, Arctic on page 41, Native on page 23, Desert on page 32. Enjoy your visit and please do not touch the exhibits. Choose which region you want to explore to write the best report and win the special prize. You need to visit every area. You can go in whatever order you like, but the order might matter, so think about your choices. I mean, when you've visited all the areas, then go to page 50 is also what it says. Uh, okay. Part of my soul is like, should we be going to a place that has fewer plants first? Hmm... Could be the Something case. Could like be a, the case. a desert or arctic? In my head, I'm like, okay, do we... What's what's the danger in the zones? And like, what could we maybe need? I don't know. Mm. if Are we going to need water in the desert? Do we need to bring like ice from the arctic and it melts in the <sighs> desert or Ooh. whatever? Like, like, you know, is the tropics going to be too hot? So, we need to go to the mm-hmm. Arctic to go there. Is the, the native exhibit going to be too hot? and we going to need ice from the Arctic? So, you know, more this is a very compelling argument to go for the Arctic. So, more or less, basically, the only thing I can think is maybe the Arctic is good to go for. Let's do it. Page 41. All right. All right. Oh. Oh. Easy come, easy go. Zoop. Zoop, zoop, zoop. Zoop, 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 zoop. You study the directory. I didn't even know plants grew in the Arctic. You comment. Let's go there. Carrie grins. Sounds cool to me.
1: (laughs) Carrie?
0: You grimace at her bad joke. Then you follow the arrows to the passageway at the far end of the main hall. It becomes very chilly. You notice the stone walls of the hallway are covered in frost. Check out the door. Carrie exclaims. It's a silver metal door with glass panels, like a restaurant refrigerator. <laughs> you pull open the door, and it comes undone with a loud sucking sound. You step inside. Icicles hang from the ceiling, and long, sharp daggers in the middle of the room is an, is a large pond of ice. It's so cold, you murmur. Your breath forms a cloud. Slam! The door crashes shut behind you. Click! Sounds as if someone just locked you in. What's going on? Carrie cries with alarm. You rush to the door. It is locked and You're trapped. Panic rises in your chest. You pound on the door. We're going to freeze. You exclaim. Hurry to page six. We're locked in. Carrie shouts. She pounds on the door with her fist.
1: What is going on? I don't know.
0: You murmur anxiously. Who would lock us in here? And and why? <laughs> you try to peer through the glass panels on the door to use your breath to melt a spot in the frost so that you can see. Outside the door, you discover that jerk, Chris Nelson. He's doubled over laughing. Chris did this! You tell Carrie furiously. I hate that kid! Hey! You beat on the door. Chris doesn't even glance up. He's rolling on the floor laughing. Come on, it's freezing in here, Carrie moans. Frost is forming on your clothes. Your teeth start to chatter. You don't have much time before you freeze. We've got to break down the door, Carrie says through the blue lip, through blue lips. I saw a metal crowbar over there. We can use that. Maybe we can just turn off the air conditioning. You glance up at a huge cooling system hanging from the ceiling. There must be a switch somewhere. You're losing feeling in your feet. Decide what to do. To break down the door, turn to page 112. To turn off the air conditioning, go to page 79. I'm up two minds of this already. Oh. Because since order matters, we are going to have to think about inventory. Hmm. Crowbar sounds like a great thing to have. Mhm. But turning off the air conditioning seems more logical. So that's my that's my my question here. Is I wouldn't be surprised if we went for the cross crowbar route that we would get to keep it if it was successful. Mm-hmm. I also think that again Automatters. matters. Inventory management property matters here. I'd love to have a crowbar. I think also, there are icicles hanging from the roof here. I'm not sure if turning off the air conditioning is going to stop us from freezing to death before the room heats back up. It's true. That's logical. This room is internally cold as well also we do know there is glass they mentioned it's a, like the the restaurant uh, the fridge panel there's glass in the door panel out towards the uh, the the general area i and also and this is the final push i have in a direction we can use the metal crowbar to beat Chris's. Raising. i was gonna say the same thing all right <laughs> we have to go to 112 just to figure out if we can use it upon chris he tried to kill us. This is, this is will not hold up in court. <laughs> but I did it because I wanted to ruffle. Yeah. <laughs> Judge, can I offer the ruffle defense, please? <laughs> uh, sustained. Your, I- your, your idea is better than mine, you tell Carrie. Let's break down the door. Where was that crowbar? Over here. Carrie points across the ice pond in the middle of the room. Oh. I'll get it! Oh. Carrie darts out onto the frozen surface. That ice doesn't look too strong, you think. But before you manage to get the words out to Warner, crack, the ice splits. Your best friend drops into the freezing water, and it's horrifying! Help! She screams. You race onto the edge of the ice and lie down flat. You creep towards her slowly. Don't crack. Don't crack. You mutter. She cries again. You try to control the knot of fear in your stomach, and you chant yourself over and over. Please don't he- let me hear a crack. Please don't let me hear a crack. The ice is shattering. Turn to page eighty-two and fast. Oh. I still want this scrubber. I yeah. I mean, to be fair, it was not expressed to us that it was across a frozen thin lake. Uh, mm-hmm. It would have maybe slightly adjusted my plan, but probably not much because I would really like to use. Use crowbar on Chris. Please, uh, yeah. Attack Chris crowbar. Crowbar, attack Chris. Sorry, I'm trying all the commands. I'm dragging the crowbar out of my infantry. I've dropped it on Chris. Taste crowbar. Taste crowbar. Look at Chris. Taste crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> Examine Chris. Examine Chris. Examine crowbar. Face crowbar. Examine Chris. (laughs) Go left. Go left. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You watch as the crack in the ice beneath you branches out in a million directions. You're horrified, but there's nothing you can do. Splash. You drop into the icy water. It's so cold, you force your eyes open to peer underwater. You spot Carrie pushing her way into a vent in the side of the pond. You swim over to her. You both wriggle along the side of the vent until you come to a spot where you can breathe. It's freezing in here. Carrie's teeth chatter as she tries to speak. You nod, your whole body trembling with cold. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I like it. You spot a grate overhead. M- maybe we can climb out through-, through there. You suggest? I'll do anything. Carrie moans. With shivering fingers, you and Carrie manage to pry off the grate. You scramble up and out into a dark hallway. Where are we? Carrie wonders. You wanted the same thing, but you know you have to keep moving. You gotta warm up. Turn to page 31. I just realized we made a blunder. Hmm. Uh, we wanted the crowbar, so we should have done the opposite thing. To get the crowbar. This is... Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. The other one would have led to it. Yeah, it was... you decide that actually you want the crowbar, so you grab the crowbar. <laughs> you and Carrie wander along the dim passageway. The tunnel twists and turns so many times that you have no idea where you are. You leave squishy, wet footprints in the muddy dirt floor. I wonder if anyone's even been down here. You comment. You haven't noticed any other footprints. I wonder if anyone's gotten out. Carrie mutters. Ugh. You wish she hadn't said that. Lighten up. You tell her. This is a really... cool adventure? You kill Carrie. (laughs) Carrie... (laughs) Use crowbar Carrie. Uh, Carrie makes a face at you. (laughs) Yeah, right. You keep walking. Then Carrie comes to a sudden stop. Uh Uh-oh. She mutters. The tunnel splits into two branches. (laughs) Carrie turns to you. Which way should we go? She asks. You peer down each branch. There's a staircase to the left. You tell Carrie. But I can hear voices to the right. She shrugs. Uh, You decide. Staircase or sound of voices on 58. Staircase 128. Uh, hmm. We don't. We don't know. Uh, well, I guess okay. We. I'm trying to think at this point. Like, often when we get voices, like you go there and you find the person that you have met in the past. And I'm like, who have we met in the past? Chris, who sucks, would like mm-hmm. to examine Chris. Use crowbar, Chris. Mister um, yep. Mr... Maximum Creeper. Yeah, Max Creeper. I was gonna say uh, Mister Evil. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. not not much uh, more conspicuous. So. Or, like, the teacher. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't have a strong opinion on this one, do you? I also don't. Uh, the the only slight lean I have is, uh, yeah, away from the additional people. All right. I th- Hey, Which is good enough for me. Staircase? And now, if we go down the staircase, we'll run into a bunch of people. I see how this yes, book works. Yes, yes, but of course... All right. 128. Let's take the stairs. You announce. Oh, and keep quiet. We might get into trouble if we're caught down here. You're right. We were we were trapped in here against our will. It, we're not going to... Whatever. <laughs> You're right, Carrie declares. This area is probably way off limits. Carrie dashes ahead of you towards the stairs. You notice something weird hanging down from the ceiling. Thick green streamers of some kind, you think? Hey, Carrie! You call. Watch out for- Too late. Carrie darts into the dangling streamers. They whisk her into the air and she hangs suspended by thick fibers. They look kind of like tentacles. You rush up to her. Are you okay? You demand. What is this thing? Carrie gasps. You can tell she's trying to be brave. I'm not sure. You peer up at the ceiling. Your mouth drops open. Oh, no, tell me. Carrie begs. What do you see? Tell her on page 53 what you see. Please tell Carrie before she ceases to be. It's, um, it's one of those creatures from, uh, one of those barnacles from Half-Life. Oh, I I don't wanna get it. I can't. I can't. It's been still been years. I can't I can't say the thing, but I have to. I still haven't played Half-Life two or Half-Life <gasps> Two. Still. How many times have I how many years are gonna go by and I'm gonna keep telling you the same thing? It's a, it's a concern. uh that's fine. You you need not have to. Well as now it turns I'm gonna out I don't intend on finishing it. Oh well that's all I had to do, not tell you play it. It's goosebumps. You work rules. on this Goosebumps books logic? Yeah, exactly. All right, you have to tell Carrie about the horrible thing that holds her trapped. She's not going to like it. Actually, actually, the meta discussion that the characters narrating us were just having is pretty accurate It some kind of plan. You begin, staring at the gruesome thing that looks like a giant suction cup. Uh, In the center are rows of teeth, and it has a big gross tongue. Carrie's face grows pale. What else? (laughs) What else? That's the most pertinent information, she whispers. Uh, the green stuff hangs from the edges. I guess they're how the plant catches its, um, uh, food! Carrie finishes for you. And that's what I'm gonna be if you don't get me out of- (gasps) The plant contracts and jerking Carrie a few feet up towards its deadly mouth. Help me! She screams. You glance around desperately. You notice a big can of weed spray sitting by the stairs. That might work, but those giant weed cutters lying next to it might do the trick better. Don't waste any time deciding. Pick something! Okay. To use the weed spray, turn to 28. Weed cutters, 94. With the alternate kind of thought of like, well, what might we want later? And is it, do we have to go on opposite rules? Whatever we use now we can't use later? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not certain, but I, I'm i slightly leaning towards the weed spray just because like it's got a big old mouth open. You spray some poison in that. That seems like a great way to get it to not want to eat otherwise. Uh, whereas like weed cutters, if we cut like a couple of these tentacles, maybe it can still take her. Maybe it just has her out of range already. It's true. Just line of sight. Just LOS. Forehead. Um, a, whereas the uh, the weed spray is a hit scan, so we're all yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all good. Uh, I, I was leaning towards weed spray as well, also because, like, we are children and potential sharp object. Not good. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I just feel like the weed spray... <sighs> but they're also more likely to write a death with a weed spray because it would be less gruesome. Oh, mm. I'm, I'm down to go for the weed spray. I think it sounds sounds right. Let's do it. Sounds good to me. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. The cutters may not be strong enough to cut those thick fibers, you decide, so you grab the weed spray. Hurry! Carrie wails. It's smacking its lips! Um, plants don't have lips. <laughs> um, actually, you assure her, <gasps> you glance up at the ceiling... Oops, looks like you're wrong. The plant is licking its pointy teeth with its slick black tongue. That's still not right. If it's licking its teeth, those aren't quite literally not... Hey. You have no time to lose. You take aim and fire. A thick cloud of purple gas envelops the plant. The plant contracts violently, jerking Carrie hard. Then it coughs and gasps. A few streamers relax at a hold of it. Yes, the plant is weakening. You spray it again and again and again. Hey! Don't you think you're overdoing it? Sure, you kill the plant, but you and Carrie breathe in that junk too. Talk about toxic. You and Carrie are overcome by fumes. If you ever wake up, you should study the dangers of of herbicides. Besides, if you knew more about them, you would have inhaled mega doses of poison, and this wouldn't be the end. So yeah. We got killed by poison. Ouch. That seems so avoidable. Just don't breathing in, nuts. Yeah, I know. Just, just stop breathing. Come on. All right. No. 94. 94. These weed cutters should work. You grab the heavy shears and lug them over to Carrie. Hurry. She cries. The plant contracts again. She's yanked up a few more feet. Don't worry. I'll cut you down. By the way, they don't have lips, so you don't have to worry about that. Oh, good. You dash up the stairs. You strain to reach the strands that hold Carrie. Be careful, Carrie warns. Cut the weeds, not me. You hold the weed cutter steady. You hope it's sturdy enough to cut through the thick fibers. Slop, thwop. Hey! Ugh. You shout. The disgusting tongue zips out and curls around the weed cutter, yanks the tool right out of your hands and tosses it down the stairs. Then it goes for you, the slimy tongue wraps around you and lifts you up into its hideous mouth. Crunch. Hate to tell you, but but up but up but up up. Your plant food. The end. Um, so both of them kill us. We need to go to voices, apparently, which I believe is the last uh, time we had an otherwise choice. Also, I think this is the first time we've actually seen an incorporation of exactly the book's name as the punchline for the end. Yeah, I think that that is feels right it feels like it maybe happened one more time mm. this truly was a creepy creation of, the, of professor shock <laughs> and truly we were tiktok you're dead <laughs> wait i feel like t- no did tiktok we're dead it might have i don't think so and that does seem like i was trying to cycle through my head very quickly yeah it kind of seemed like a, a good candidate for that yeah I, i'm trying to think yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe an escape, uh, escape from camp. Run for your life, maybe. Maybe that would have. Mm-hmm. Alas, uh, heading for the voices, fifty-one. Let's head for the voices. You decide. Who knows where the staircase leads? Yeah. Carrie agrees. And if it's like the rest of this place, it's probably falling apart. You and Carrie trudge along the dark passageway. My backpack's getting heavy. Carrie complains. Shh. You cut her off. I'm trying to hear what they're saying. The voices are getting louder. It sounds like someone's watching television right around the corner. You and Carrie hurry around the bend and freeze. Your mouth drops open at the amazing sight. You stand at the edge of a large room. It's set up as some kind of recreation room? Ping pong tables, TVs, sun lamps, music? That's not what has you stunned, though. The astonishing part is that people aren't enjoying these activities plants you gasp the room is filled with plants walking dancing and moving plants close your mouth before you start catching flies turn to page 30 if there's any flies in this facility all of these plants are useless yeah the room becomes very still the plants must have heard you carrie clutches your arms your legs are trembling How can this be, you wonder? How can plants move around on their roots? How can those small trees be playing chess? A voice interrupts your terrified thoughts. Max Creeper stands in front of you, grinning.
1: Welcome, welcome. I'm so pleased
0: you found your way here. I was hoping that someone would. What's going on here? You stammer. Max smiles broadly. These are some of my father's greatest works. Intelligent plant-forms, and I continued in his footstep with my own experiments. We've made such progress in genetics, a little DNA from here, a little RNA from there, and voila! Carrie releases your arm. She steps further into the room, her eyes wide. You mean you've been breeding hybrids for behavior? Leave it to Carrie, you think? She can make the most amazing, unbelievable things sound like homework. I grew up amongst these creatures, Max explains. I prefer their company to humans, but I'm afraid they're bored after all. I am getting on in years. They need livelier friends like you. Turn to page fourteen. I mean I'll be plant friend you yeah, your, your no, plant 100%. friend. New book. If they will let me be not plant, but plant friend, yeah. like uh, ideally, a friend does not seek to make you themselves to sand off the edges of your uniqueness to fit you into the circle mold in the centre of their chest. Ideally, they respect you as an individual human being, and I use those words advisedly. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be. In a room you trying to turn someone into a plant reader? Yes. I Wait. I've, got, I've got a <laughs> trunk. Oh. <laughs> Your plant food! I got got! You got got. Uh, you don't like the way that Max is staring at you. And Carrie. And you don't much care for the way that the plants are creeping towards you. Subjective. Um... Carrie? You murmur. We should get back to the group. I want to find out more about these plants. She argues. She picks the worst times to be brave. And I will be happy to introduce them to you, my dear. Max Creeper drapes an arm around Carrie's shoulders. He brings her deeper into the huge room, and you follow close behind, shuddering as more and more plants surround you. You have a terrible feeling that Max doesn't ever intend to allow you and Carrie to leave. My friends are very anxious to meet their new companions. Max continues. Carrie stops walking. She stares up at Max. Their what? She asks. Finally, you think, Carrie's figuring it out, and you hope it isn't too late. Carrie, one for that door! You shout, pointing at the far wall. And don't ask questions! Race across the room to page 118. You dash towards the door, you leap over the shrubs, you duck out of the room and out of the reach of the trees. Branches scrape your arms, but you wriggle free. Oh, no! You gasp. You and Carrie stand in front of the door, but it's completely covered in vines and ivy.
1: The plants!
0: Carrie wails. They've trapped us! What are we gonna do? You glance behind you, Max Creeper stands perfectly still, surrounded by his creepy plant friends, and they're all smiling at you. Smiling. And you're not about to smile back. Think, you order to yourself, or you'll both wind up as caretakers to these green mutants for the rest of your lives. Do you have anything that can help you battle your way out? If you have the Morphing Plant, 33. If you have the Bouncy Grass, page 21. If you have both, choose one. If you don't have either, page 15. We could have had two items by now, and we don't. Mm-hmm. Yep, evidently Arctic was uh, the final boss. I guess, maybe. Or maybe, like, they're all going to have ones where, you, you know, maybe. That's maybe wishful thinking. Mm. Um, let's see being down this path, 33 later. for the morphing plant, 21 with the bouncing grass. Although we're not necessarily going to be going to those, I don't imagine. I'd imagine, not. I almost wonder if 15 is just going to kill us and make us go back to collect stuff. I hope not, but there's a chance that my my hope is that it gives us an item, mm. and then it's like, because that'd be that'd be interesting. It'd be the most replayable of the paths for sure, if that's the case. Yeah. If all of them could be the first one, and they have like gates if they are the second or third, but if they aren't those, you get the item and then go to a different. I like that idea. I I Actually hope that's make it, like, I hope it's you know, so universal. Bad. I'm gonna be mad when it's not the truth. <laughs> but hey, let's see. You frantically scan the room. You spot another door just a few feet away. Come on! You grab Carrie's hand and race for the door. Plants chase after you, reaching for you with their leaves and branches. You manage to duck out of the way. You fling open the door. No! You hear Max shout behind you.
1: Not in there!
0: You ignore him. You figure if he doesn't want you to go through the door, then that's exactly where you should go. You and Carrie dash into the room. Oh no! Carrie gasps.
1: You're not going to believe
0: this! More plants! (laughs) He's right! The room is filled with more plants! But these plants aren't moving. They sit in pots, just like normal plants. But then you notice something scary. These aren't normal plants at all. They're covered with red spots! The virus! You gasp. Turn to page 116. Well, now you've done it. You whirl around. Max Creeper stands in the doorway, glaring at you. You've been exposed to the virus, Max Creeper informs you. I'm afraid you'll have to stay in quarantine. Your heart sinks. Quarantine? You know what that means? It means you're going to be stuck in here for weeks. But we can't stay here, Carrie wails. I'm afraid you have no choice, Max retorts. The virus is highly contagious. But don't worry, everyone will understand that it's a matter of health. Max slams the door. You glance around the room. Great. No TV, no books, no toys, no nothing. Just a bunch of recuperating plants. This ending makes you sick. The end. Uh.
1: Ouch. That
0: hurts. That hurts to see. I, I mean, you know, the, the, the ending parts are not necessarily canon in all of the other parts, right? Like, you know, the, the items change. But Max seems to actually be concerned that we have exposed ourselves to this. Yeah. Whereas I thought his plan was to expose us to this, to turn us into plants. Yeah, he's like, no, 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 no. Stay here. Like, this is ultimately, this is not that bad of an ending. This is basically... This is very far from being like a truly bad ending Mm -hmm. this is just like it's just a uh, a more optimistic joke away from being a good ending honestly (laughs) Mm -hmm. pretty much all right made you think that me maximum creeper of the evil botanical gardens was bad what do you think? Me kill McCool? <laughs> Why do you think that I had malicious intent? <laughs> um, I love kill McCool. Um, okay. Does so, this take us all the way back to the original choice? Yes. Uh, uh, is there not a well, a not doing the crowbar? Oh, I see what you're saying. You think? Okay, so you're thinking that that those are there's going to be an actual potential success on the path i think possibly okay hold on so oh god so if we show him the poster and then go to the well i mean we have to go to the arctic first right so that's yes, that's that's that's, uh, that's 41 that written down i think it was 41 there we go which i think genuinely i think we may have no we have not exhausted them all it'd be 50 51 what's 51 one's heading for the voices. We did that. Which mm-hmm. would mean 78. Uh, God. Is going to be. What? Well, that's 78. Cer- that's certainly not. Oh, I just. T- I, I wrote it wrong. That's 79. That's turning off. Yeah, it's turning off the air conditioning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, okay. my God. I just wrote the wrong number. I, As it turns out, this seems to have been the right one. Alright, are we going back all the way there? Are we going to give it a shot? I I think so, because it's either we go all the way back to the middle of the Arctic uh, situation and try and divert in a different path, or we go all the way back and choose a different starting location and then have to come back to the Arctic. Yeah, All right. well let's give it a go. We got a lot of book ahead of us. And now we're in. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Let's turn off the air conditioning. You shout. Otherwise, we're gonna freeze. The cooling system is up on the ceiling. You notice something you need something to stand on. You know it's a small moss-covered boulder lying off the side of the ice pond. Help me move that rock. You instruct Carrie. You roll the rock along the ice until it's under the, the cooler. You climb up and see a small control box next to a giant icicle. There are two buttons. One is marked with a W and the other has no mark at all. I don't know which button to press. You moan. Well, just pick one! Carrie snaps. We have no time to lose! Hurry! What could W stand for, you wonder? Water? Waiter? Whisper? Whistle? Wink? What? If you can wink... If you can wink one eye or whistle, press the W button. If you can't wink or whistle, press the unmarked button. I mean... (laughs) I... Can do all of those things. I just choose not to, because they're hmm. unpopular. Uh, I can see, like, people not being able to whistle, but who can't wink one eye? I I remember as a kid, there was a brief period of time where I could not wink one eye. And then I grew oh, you, up. You blink both at the same time in the yeah. attempt? Yeah. yeah. Like an idiot. I embarrassed myself at the prom. Um. <laughs> uh, all right. So, we can do it. So, 56. I'll press the W button. You decide. You extend your finger. It's blue with cold. It's the second time. It's it's blue with cold. <laughs> it's a real sentence. I just the way they're the way that they're using the word cold is bothering me in a good way. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like when I'm just trying to act like stupid. It's blue. Your finger is blue with cold. You press the button hard. A hum fills the air immediately. We got a double whammy on this page. You feel a blast of hot air from the machine. It feels wonderful against your skin. It's working. The double you must be for warm. You say, What a relief. Oh, it feels excellent. Carrie stands under the vent, rubbing rubbing her hands as if the machine were a giant fireplace. Yeah. You agree? You climb off the boulder and bask in the heat from the vent. Your toes feel all prickly. The heat feels great. Too bad we don't have any marshmallows. You scrape some moss off the rock. Where's this going? (laughs) Look, I even got my plant to study for the report. You say? Me too. Carrie holds up a small plant. A big drop of water splashes onto your arm. Then another. Then another. You glance up, you gasp. The giant icicles hanging off the air conditioner are starting to melt. And they're gonna drop right on you. Your blood freezes in your heart. Run! You scream. Race to page 120. I will say this is absolutely what I thought would happen if we did this. I just thought it would kill us. You you were a hundred percent correct, oh. Oh. I'm ready for this page. 120. Crash! Giant icicle slams to the ground, you leap out of the way, shards of ice fly everywhere. Carrie shouts. She dashes out from under the air conditioner in time. Crash. Another icicle falls. You race to the door. Bam. Crash. The icicles pelt the ground. The hot air has melted in the, melted the ice that was clouding the glass. And you see Chris outside. Chris. You cry wild with fear. Let us out. When Chris sees the panic on your face, he scrambles to unlock the door. Your heart is racing. You push the door open and dive into the hallway. Carrie's right on your tail. Nice going, Chris! She yells. I thought it was funny. Chris mumbles. I didn't know. Yeah, well... You snap. It wasn't funny! Not even close! Don't be mad! He whines.
1: Hey, can I come with you?
0: No way! Carrie declares. We don't want to hang out with you. You're lucky. We're lucky. You didn't kill us. Yeah. You add. And you'd be in major trouble if we were dead right now. (laughs) Come on, Carrie. Storm over to the directory on page 100. Okay. We've got some moss and a small plant from that room. We don't know what they do, though. Yeah. I hope it's going to say, like, the moss from the blank or whatever, because, like, I sure as hell Mm -hmm. don't know what they are based off of that. Like, no, The other ones seem to have, like, proper names. Alright, do you want to go to tropical, native, or desert? Now that we have moss I, and a small plant. I do not know. I am comfortable with any, all, of these. Uh, do you have a lean? Do you have a 33.3 repeater oh plus boy. one lean? I mean, the last one didn't go so well. I mean, I'm. let's go desert. I want let's some go desert. desert. I want some dessert. Ooh-oh. To the dessert. You gaze at the directory. The air in the main hall is moist and stuffy. Gives you an idea. Let's go to the desert exhibit. You tell Carrie. You'll probably be nice and dry. Fine. Carrie grins. Just don't desert me in there. You groan at Carrie's bad joke. Then you follow the arrows to a narrow corridor that branches off the main hall. Take about ten steps down the hall and notice a grey door on the right. This door is unmarked. Do you think this is it? You ask Carrie. Or do you think the exhibit's further down the hall? I don't know. She frowns. It does seem weird that the door isn't labelled. Should we peek inside? What do you think? To keep going, go to page 95. To take a peek behind the grey door, turn to page 74. Mm. Additional info. Additional info? Grey door peek. Grey door, door peak. peak. Grey door, door peak. peak. Grey door peak. I, I gotta say, I also thought for the frozen room that we have now left, the thawing there out, uh, out thereof rather, I figured that it was possible that it was going to reveal a danger. Like there is now, like as an icicle is thawed away, you see it actually was containing the vine of uh, the plant that has the disease or something like that. Yeah. No. I'm glad it wasn't that, but I do want the, the, the crowbar. Can we go back? Yeah, I really would love to go back. I want to check out what's behind this door. You tell Carrie as you grip the handle. Whatever it is. You push the door open. Wow, you murmur. You discover some kind of lab. Steaming beakers stand in wire holders on a black table. Computer monitors blink in the desk in the corner. There's no one around. Carrie dashes in. Figures. She loves labs. You follow a few steps behind Carrie and the smell of chemicals hits your nose you You moan. It stinks in here. Let's keep going. Not so fast. Carrie whispers. Look what I found. Check out what Carrie found on page 110. What is it? You ask, crossing to Carrie. She holds up a small flask of green liquid. It's sealed with a cork. You peer closer and read a tiny label. Virus antidote. Wow, bring it. You suggest? It could come in handy if we run into the plant virus. Carrie nods and slips the bottle into her pocket. What else is in here? She murmurs. She wanders along the high steel table. Something that smells really, really bad. You comment. Come on, let's go. You grab the door handle and it grabs you back. Turn to page 35. We have the freaking antidote. Hey? You yelp. You stare down at the door handle. Only it's not a door handle. It's a hand. Long silvery fingers clutch you in their grasp. Wh- wh- what? You stammer. The door. Carrie yelps behind you. It's changing. You raise your eyes from the silver hand to the door and you tremble with fear as you watch the door melt around the hand. It slithers off the wall, then rearranges itself into a tree, a tree with a hand sticking out of the middle of its trunk. Carrie's eyes widen. It's some kind of weird morphing plant," <gasps> she exclaims. "Doctor Max Creeper must have invented it. Whatever it is," you cry, "it's not letting go." Turn to page 39. You gasp at the, as the tree changes shape again. It melts into a huge spiky-leafed plant. The long, thieves leaves thrash in the air and wrap themselves around your body. You tug and pull against the plant, trying to escape, but every time you manage to kick or hit it, the flesh of the the flesh of the plant just melts away. It's like trying to fight a shadow. Help me! You shout to Carrie. It won't let go! I don't know what to do! Carrie yells. You desperately scan the room. You notice a water pipe on the wall next to you. It's painted red with the words, Warning, Hot, in black. If you could break the pipe, maybe the hot water would melt away the weird morphing plant. I know! Carrie declares. I have a thermos of ice water. The ice might freeze the plant, or at least slow it down. You got two plants to choose from, hot or cold. The morphing plant squeezes tighter. Think. Think fast. Uh, I mean, this is the desert biome. Hmm. But does that matter? I, I'm not certain. And, and the reasoning for that is, like, you know, the desert biome, we want to keep the thermos of ice water possibly for a little bit later. But also, this creature, whatever it is, seems like it might have been activated by our heat. As we grip the handle, it starts to get more lively and starts to be more powerful and squeeze tighter and things like that. Also, Carrie's way smarter than we are. If she says freeze it, we should probably freeze it. Yeah, this is a lot of logic that I hope gets backed up as valid. Come on, Carrie. Cause, cause it I believe valid. in you. I believe in Carrie. I... Carrie, I gave you an Australian voice. You need to represent as well. Yeah, you gotta do it. You remember something from science class. You hear Mr. Denmi's voice. When a liquid cools, the particles slow down. The way the weird morphing plant moves make you, makes you think it must be some kind of liquid. So ice would cool the liquid and slow the plant down. Use the ice! You shout to Carrie. And use it quick! As Carrie digs the thermos out of her backpack, you rustle the plant to the ground. It moves like jello underneath you. Every time you think you have a leaf or branch pinned down, it morphs can't believe this is happening! You shout. Keep fighting it! Carrie screams. As you struggle, one of the branches takes the shape of a huge hammer. It rises into the air over your head. Carrie! You cry. Help me! Quick, turn to page 126. The hammer is about to crash down on your head and then splash. Carrie douses you both with ice water and the morphing plant freezes. It's completely still.
1: You did it!
0: You cry, breaking away from the plant's frigid grasp. The ice worked. I can't believe it. Thank you. As you detach yourself from the morphing plant, huge leaves break off and land on the floor. I'm taking a specimen of this? Carrie announces. She slips a piece of the leaf into a tiny jar and tucks it into her backpack. You grab a lab coat hanging from the back of the chair and you try and use it to dry yourself off. Let's get out of this lab. You say. I don't want to find out what these other experiments might be. Carrie nods. There's the real door over there. That weird plant was just pretending to be a door so it could catch us. You toss the lab coat onto the table. At least I'll warm up in the desert exhibit. Turn to page 136. Oh, we've found equipment. I love it. That is inventory git. You and Carrie step back into the corridor. You walk down to the end of the hall and find a door marked Desert Exhibit. This is it, you declare. You push the door open. A blast of hot air hits you in the face, but a sickening chill passes over your skin because at your feet you discover a grinning cow skull. Gross. Carrie comments. Check out that skull. Then the skull jumps up into the air. Look out, you scream. Turn to page eight. The cow skull jump? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is this another mighty morpher? Mayhap. The skull jumps again. Its pointed horns pierce the air. Carrie laughs behind you. What's so funny? You demand. You keep an eye on the jumping skull. I'll show you. She bends down and picks up the skull. Be careful! You warn. But Carrie points at the ground where the skull had been. You see a tiny gray mouse. Scurries away. The mouse must have been trapped under the skull. Carrie explains. The mouse made the skull jump when it was trying to get out. I'm sure the mouse is a lot more scared than you were. It's so so strong it made it jump into the air. She gives you a smirk. (laughs) Ha ha. You grumble. Carrie tosses the skull to you and you notice a tiny cactus growing in one of the eye sockets.
1: Cool.
0: You exclaim. Here's the plan I'm going to study. You point at the little cactus, but by mistake, you poke it. Ow! You exclaim. I pricked my finger. Suddenly you feel dizzy. The room starts spinning. Bright lights flash in your head, and you feel sick. You fall to your hands and knees, dropping the skull. What's happening to me? You cry. Turn to page 55 to find out. Your head spins. Bright colors flash and pop in front of your face. Your skin itches and burns. What's going on, you wonder? But terror keeps the words stuck in your throat. Your skin! Carrie gasps. It's changing! You stare down at your hands. Your eyes widen in horror. Scales are forming on your skin. The scales are getting rougher until they look like bark. Vines shoot out of your fingertips. Leaves sprout all over your arms and legs. You feel your hair growing. You have no control over what's happening to you. It's like a nightmare. Your head feels as if it's about to split in two. Your skin itches so so, so much you want to rip it off. Then, without warning, everything stops. Inside, you feel like your regular self, but you know that on your outside, you're far from normal. Carrie's face is pale. Her eyes look like they're going to pop out of her head. You're you're a plant, she stammers. Turn to page 64 to find out what to do. Photosynthesize, first and foremost. Yeah. Get plant food. <laughs> we now need to join Max Creeper. Exactly. Are you okay? Carrie asks you. No, I'm not okay. You shout, gazing down at your leafy arms. I'm a plant. This is awful. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. Oh, sorry. Carrie moans. This place is so crazy. I wish we'd never come here. All right. Don't panic. You order Carrie. We've just got to turn me back into a kid. Or should we try and find Mr. Denmead? Carrie asks. Or maybe we try and solve the problem ourselves? Your heart pumps so hard that you can hardly hear yourself think. But you better think, and fast. To figure out what happened on your own, turn to page 77. To get Mr. Denmead to help you, turn to page 105. Hmm. 64. Mm. 77. 105. Uh, oh, boy. Has Mr. Denmead been that helpful? He's not necessarily being helpful, and also there is uh, like as much as I always you know like these kinds of characters, it does seem like he's you know very much looking at all of the red flags and going, no, that's green, that's green, go ahead. Uh, So like I think is it possible he's working in collusion with Max Creeper, you know, baiting in a bunch of students in order to become the new plant food? (laughs) Yeah. I also think it might be more interesting for us to try and find out what happened on our own. But then there's also the contrast of that. What if Mr. Denmead's an excellent biologist? We already heard that he was in biology class for a long period of time and that Uh, it's apparently well respected.
1: What if he knows what's up?
0: I kind of want to check that out to see if they respect that. Let's do it. 105. To get Mr. Denmead to help us. We have to get help. You decide. This is too serious to handle by ourselves. Okay, follow me, Carrie declares. You try and follow her, but your feet won't move. You stare down and discover with horror that your feet have become roots, digging far down into the sandy soil. No, you feel yourself going into hysterics. You pull frantic. No, they won't budge. I can't move, you shout, terrified. Carrie, run, bring help. While she's getting help, turn to page 129. Carrie turns and races down the hall. Even though you're terrified, you feel your heartbeat slowing down. Your whole body grows still. You can't move at all. You feel more leaves bursting from your skin. Your trunk is still growing. Your roots bury themselves deeper into the soil. And as you finish the transformation into a small tree, you hear strange voices. It's the other plants, you realize. They're talking. You hear them chatting about the weather. The most boring subject in the world. And guess what? It's all they ever do. Being a tree bores you stiff. You'd give anything to be a kid again. You really... All caps, four letters, would. The end. Okay. So he didn't even get to help us. He didn't even get to try. No, not at
1: all. So I thinking guess thinking to... that
0: he could was our downfall. Yeah. Believe an adult in Goose and Bump book.
1: <gasps> okay.
0: <laughs> Sorry. It's just it's just funny. This we'll see at the end of this page. We yeah. have to figure this out. You exclaim. I don't want to waste time looking for help. Okay, let's think. Carrie mutters. She paces back and forth. Okay, now what could have made this happen? I know. You cry. The cactus! I prick my finger on the cactus! You try to bend down to pick up the cow skull, but you can't bend anymore. Look! Carrie gasps. There are little red spots on this cactus. You must have caught the plant virus. It turned you into a plant. We need the antidote! You yell. Hey, did you pick up the virus antidote anywhere along the way? If you did, turn to page 38. If you didn't, page 20. So Um, yeah. We totally did. We totally did. But it is interesting that we, I did not anticipate we would use it in the same, you know, pathway. Hmm. That is very true. That is interesting. Maybe there's some foibles in it.
1: Give me the antidote!
0: You cry. Carrie reaches into her pocket and removes the little glass vial. The green liquid shines inside. Oh, I'm so glad we went into that lab, she exclaims. Carrie uncorks the vial and hands it to you. As you look at the green antidote, you realize something. Oh, no. You moan. I don't know if I'm supposed to drink it or rub it into my skin. Carrie's face grows pale. Oh, this is terrible. She wails. If it's supposed to go on your skin and you drink it, it could poison you. But if you're supposed to put it on your skin instead of drinking it, you're going to waste it all. She stares at you, eyes wide with concern. What are you going to do? I have a strong lean. Mm Mm-hmm. Plant can't drink. Plants can't drink. Plants can't drink. Plant don't got mouth. Plant can't drink. Plant don't got mouth. Plant can't drink. So, if... We go to rub it on your skin, and it says no plant drink. I will have... a problem with it. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, let's find that out on 114. I don't want to risk poisoning myself. You declare. Also, plants don't have mouths, so the only logical thing for me to do is to rub it on my skin. You take the vial from Carrie and pour the precious liquid onto your leafy hands the only logical option. You rub it onto your arms and legs where they go instead of drinking it because plants don't have mouth. A fake sun shines down in the desert area. Didn't notice before how much heat it generates. The oils in the antidote begin to warm up. You hear something sizzling. Smoke rises from your arms and legs. The antidote is burning you. Help! You scream.
1: Get it off me!
0: Fizz, crackle, but it's too late. You melt into the ground in a smoking, steaming pile of leaves and branches. You're supposed to drink the antidote like a plant, not fry in it. The end. Plant don't (laughs) have mouth. Plant don't got mouth. Venus flytrap got mouth. Oh, it's true. I mean, I guess, the, oh. I guess the antidote is strictly for humans impacted by plant, I guess. Yes. But no, that tends to make sense here. Although I also think, like, I, I guess it had to have the sun fry it because, like, plants osmose nutrients through their skin. So, like, yeah. <laughs> surely if we are half plant, half boy. Yeah. Me upset. Alas. Plant no have mouth. You know I, what? I'm going to drink this stuff. You declare. It seems like the right thing to do. No. It's probably only for humans, and humans have mouths, opposed to plants. Besides, there's not enough to even cover my whole body. Oh, well, you're telling me now we just fried to death. <laughs> uh, your hands shake as you tip the vial to your bark-covered lips. You let the antidote slide down into your throat. What if it doesn't work, you think? What if it poisons you? Then I'm going to be really mad. <laughs> but the antidote tastes delicious, like cherries. You swallow every drop. You stare down at your body, waiting for something to happen. Your whole body trembles with anticipation. You begin to feel strange. But are the odd tingles signs that the antidote's working? Or has it poisoned you? Gulp. Find out on page 72. Can do. Your body shudders. You can't control the violent shaking. One of the leaves drops off, then another, then a vine. Soon all your leaves and vines drop away. The bark covering your body chips off. Yes, it worked! You collapse onto the ground. Your muscles ache. You feel weak from the sudden transformation. Are you okay? Carrie asks, her voice shaking. You nod. You feel too stunned to speak. You can't believe it. Only seconds ago you were a plant. After a few minutes you feel less shaky. Alright, let's get out of here. You say? Do you want to tell Mr. Daymead what happened? Carrie still looks worried. Maybe you should go home or to to a doctor. Nah. You decide. I feel fine now. In fact, now that I'm back to normal, it was kind of cool to be a plant. (sighs) Whatever you say. Carrie murmurs. So, you want to keep exploring the gardens? Should we go back to the directory? Good idea. You answer. Pick another area to explore on page 100. It's been twenty four hours. We are (laughs) we are (laughs) grown. (laughs) We don't get a nice intro. It's been twenty-four hours. We're back to finish this job. (laughs) I have a big beard now. I have a big beard now. I We both have big beards now? We didn't even talk about that. It's true. I've had meals. I've changed. I you know had kids. They're off to college. I've done none of... Well, I, I have had kids. I haven't done any of the other things, though. I just sat here focusing my intention <laughs> on the follicular growth
1: in my yeah. face. In the yeah. beard structure.
0: <laughs> just squeeze it out. All right, well... Mm. <clears throat> then you hit the record and then said 24 hours, and basically that's where we're at. Yeah, pretty much. So you haven't missed out on anything viewers. you. Haven't missed this is out what we're trying to say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Less hey... This. Let's finish the fight. We have tropical and native left. So we have mm. tropical on five, native on twenty-three. We have moss. We have. I don't know if we have the antidote anymore or not. Like, I think has not, it been because used? We... Yeah, yeah. I I think probably not. But also, if it comes up, we can make an ambiguous case for the fact that it didn't tell us to throw that we threw it away uh mm. and then we also have the living plant which we do know that there was a point in the book that we needed it but i wouldn't be shocked if there's multiple points where these things are needed i wouldn't be shocked yeah or a loop back in fact to even the previous scenario yeah of like, you yeah go through a different hallway and now you see the same scenario yes do you have the bouncing moss do you have the changing shape changing mold something like I, that i guess that's worth is the moss we have the bouncing moss or wait was it bouncing grass i I can't remember. Ah, Bouncing Grass. It was Bouncing Grass. Okay, okay. Then that's probably from something else. Yeah, the moss might just be referred to later. Yeah. We'll see. Alright, do you have a strong vibe for tropical or native? I do. I (laughs) would prefer to go for tropical first. I'd prefer to go for tropical first, too. That works out well, then. Up we go to the tropical lands.
1: Carrie, let's check out the
0: tropical exhibit. You suggest as you study the directory. I want to see what kind of exotic stuff they have. Oh, me too, Carrie replies. I wonder if they have that famous locust flower. You stare at your friend. The what? Then, before she can answer, you shake your head. Forget it. You follow the arrows down a long, dark tunnel. I guess Mr. Creeper wants to save on electricity bills. You murmur. I can hardly see. You don't want to admit that, to carry that the shadowy building makes you a little bit nervous. You come to an old wooden door. This must be it. You comment. You push it open and step into another world. Turn to page 113. You see a chocolate Suddenly river. is this <laughs> <laughs> Two different directions. Though. Yeah. Ah, Ripped in half. And we're both wrong. Lush green plants and trees reach up to the ceiling, which is painted a deep blue. Colorful flowers line a tidy pathway. You wander into the rich green foliage. All around you, birds chirp and call.
1: This place is so cool,
0: you cry. It's hard to imagine that right on the other side of the door is a dark, spooky hallway. Awesome, Carrie agrees. You lean towards one of the brightly colored flowers for a closer look. You whip out the small notebook from your back pocket and start to take notes. Uh, you know what? It's in your voice. Tropical area. A uh, flower as tall as me. Plants and petals on the outside are dark green. Inside there is a ball? You peer at the ball of color in the center of the flower. How should you describe it? It's red and orange and has the texture of feathers. The ball looks like a little bird? you write. You poke the ball with the tip of your pencil and suddenly BAM! The ball flies in your face! Go to page 18. This is a ball flower? It looks like a bird! I'm going to poke it! (laughs) Wait, yeah. This looks like a living thing. Let's ruin its life. Uh Uh-huh. Claws, feathers, beak... It IS a bird! and it's attacking you. It tears at your shirt with its claws and pecks you with its beak, its sharp little beak. You shield your face with your arms. Help! You cry. Carrie dashes over. Shoo She orders. She bats at the little bird. Shoo! Thousands of fluttering wings stir up in the air. The room fills with colors and parrots and parakeets and toucans dart through the foliage straight towards you. Oh, no. Carrie gasps. Look at all the birds. They're everywhere. You yell over their screeching. They scream back at you. They fly by your head, staring into your eyes. Some hover, shrieking right in front of your face. That's weird. You duck out of the way of a toucan. They all seem to be screeching at the same thing. Could it be a word? I think they're trying to say something. You shout. Are you crazy? Carrie yells back. Let's get out of here. What are you going to do? To stay with the birds, turn to page 24. To move on to another area, turn to page 62. I... I mean, I think they're demanding an apology for the poking of their roundest friend. Oh, that's true. I mean... We need to stay here until we offer that appropriate apology. Yeah, I'm way ahead of you. I also want to hear a bird voice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we'll see if my register will allow that. Well, hey, a form of a bird voice. Come on! Carrie shouts. That's true. We've got to go! No! You declare. I know the birds are some... They just have something to say. I just have to figure out the way to hear it. You think and think, but you can't concentrate because the birds are so loud, they're driving you nuts. Quiet! You shout in exasperation. It works. The birds stop their squawking. It's totally silent in the tropical exhibit. Wow, you exclaim. You're so surprised that the birds obeyed you that you're not sure what to say. So, um, were you guys trying to tell us something? Carrie laughs. (laughs) Duh, birds don't talk. You feel the blood rushing to your face. It is kind of a dumb idea. Then a little yellow canary lands on Carrie's shoulder and puts its beak up against her ear. Turn to page 117 to hear... A bird. very literal instance of a little birdie whispered in my ear. Yeah, that... Hear the... Uh, the... <laughs> oh my. You watch breathlessly. Is it the bird about to speak?
1: Ow, oh, it bit me!
0: Carrie yells. She brushes the bird off her shoulder. You snicker. <laughs> I guess that canary got his message across. <laughs> ha ha. Carrie grumbles. What gave you the idea the birds were trying to tell you something? They were making eye contact. You explain. And they all seem to be screeching the same thing. Carrie raises an eyebrow. So, what do you think they were saying? You shake your head. I don't know. You admit. You gaze around the exhibit. Dozens of birds perch on branches, on vines, on the ground. They all stare back at you as if they're waiting for you to figure out their message. What were you guys saying? You ask. Mistake. Just, <laughs> just full stop. What just whole sentence. Not big mistake. Mistake. The birds mm-hmm. all start shrieking again. Turn to page 68. I don't know why, but that so strongly reminds me of the stoke from inscription just saying misplay. He, he, total misplay. Yeah, just misplay. <laughs> total misplay. Misplay. You were right. The birds are trying to communicate. You strain to understand their shrieks. It sounds as if they're all screaming, Pom! 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 You address the birds again. Are you trying to say... PON? The birds nod. Amazing. You're actually communicating with the birds. Well, sort of. You turn to Carrie. Her mouth hangs open in shock. What do you think pawn means? You ask. She shakes her head. Pond, pond. Uh, She mutters. Then she brightens. Pond? Wait, something about a pond? You ask the birds. You want to warn us about a pond? But before you can get a response from the astonishing birds, Chris dashes into the exhibit area. Hey, look at all the birds. Polly want a cracker? he shouts. All the birds take flight and start screaming again. Let's go. You tell Carrie in disgust. We'll never get any answers now. Besides, Chris is here. Choose another habitat to explore on page 100. Interesting. Oh. So the pond is probably... They're probably talking about the pond in the Arctic. Oh. But but did... mm, But did we... Did we... Oh yeah, to go through the yeah. pond in order to get to the yeah, gotta it, gotta it, gotta. It. That's I mean, to be yeah, but we have already gone there, so I don't know. Native, mm. then I I guess we go to the native, and then we'll make a, a judgment call on if we should go to the Arctic or mm-hmm. be done after be done on fifty after that. So that uh, Arctic could be. I think native is twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. Why do they have a native exhibit? You complain. I can study local plants in my own backyard. We might, you know, have to take notes for our report for something in here. Carrie replies. Might as well be now. Okay. You grumble. I know you want to win that stupid contest. It's not stupid. Carrie huffs. You and Carrie find the door to the exhibit. You push it open and step into a beautiful outdoor garden. Fruit trees stand in two rows. A small field of red and pink tulips borders a large pond. Oh, maybe it's a different pond. Okay. Lily pads float serenely on the pond's smooth surface. Okay, maybe this is nicer than my backyard. You admit. That's when you notice a spectacular rose bush. Fat, colorful roses seem to burst from the branches, only you've never seen these colors before. Some are orange. (laughs) brown some bright blue hey these look just like the roses in that give yourself goosebumps book secret agent grandma you realize so does that mean you should step up to the rose bush or run away as fast as you can well have you read the book well i mean we would we have we have so we should run away We should absolutely get the heck away from these roses on page 123, Uh, if I recall correctly. Not perfectly, I believe, but correctly. The roses, uh, they eat you and turn you into plant food immediately. Yeah, or like aliens. They were aliens. I think they were different in different paths, but I think they were always Mm. bad. (laughs) Either way. Terry, stay back. You warned. In Secret Agent Grandma, the roses look just like that and they turned out to be dangerous. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! That cannon breaks my brain! Am I real? Whoa! Carrie breathes. How did you know what they looked like? That was a book! <laughs> oh, let's not take any chances, though! <laughs> you and Carrie hurry away from the rosebush. She points to a cluster of plants. I'm going to check out that ivy over there. Uh, What are you going to write about for your report? Sometimes it's tough being best friends with the class brain and teacher's pet you sigh searching the room with your eyes for something exciting to write about your gaze lands on the pond i'm gonna take notes on these lily pads you announce brilliant stupendous notes so that we can win this done contest you pull your notebook out of your pocket and head for the pond a strange sensation creeps through you Just like the roses, you have a feeling you know something about the pond. Or do you? Have you heard anything about the pond? If so, turn to page 70. Otherwise, go to page 29. We have heard something about the pond. From at least five trillion birds at the same time. Pond, pond, pond. Pond, pond. Pond, 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 pond. Of course you remember. The birds in the tropical exhibit. They were saying, they were trying to say something about a pond. Could this be the pond they're talking about or uh, squawking about? Uh, Carrie. You call. Those birds were saying pond. What do you think that means? Carrie glances up from her notebook. I think it means that you'll find any excuse to avoid taking notes. No, really. You insist. They were trying to warn us maybe to stay away from the pond? Or maybe they were telling you to jump in it. Uh... Shoot. Sorry. <laughs> Carrie so snaps. I, I tri- like I'm tri- about my notes. Uh Ha ha. Funny. You gaze at the lily pad covered pond. Carrie's no help. You'll have to decide for yourself what the birds were trying to tell you. If you think the birds were warning you to stay away from the pond, turn to page 104. If you think they're telling you to check it out, turn to page 76. Hmm. Well, Great! how do we know this? We got information, but is it I'm, I feel like I would feel i feel more inclined to say that they're telling us to check it out for some reason yeah but hey like, they weren't able to communicate back to us when we said, Hey, are you warning us to stay away from a pond? And then all the squawking just happened again. Yeah. I mean, hey. We'll see. And we can just be mad at a bunch of birds if, it, if we die. Mm. Th- those birds were probably suggesting we check out the pond, you decide. It has cool lily pads floating along the surface. Maybe you'll find some frogs, too. Of course, you're supposed to be studying the plants, but they're so boring. All they do is sit there. You don't understand how Carrie can get so excited about a bunch of leaves. You hurry down to the edge of the pond. You have to admit, it's pretty neat down here. Kind of quiet and mysterious. Still, you'd rather be checking out something more lively than floating greenery. Turn to page 29. One of these these things, searches, is going to actually work. Mm. You gaze out over the pond. Then you notice something under the surface. Something small and round. A black circle. With a swish, the circle blinks. It's an eye. Whoa! There's something alive under there! You shout. Carrie, come check this out! You lean closer, trying to see what's in there. A giant head bursts out of the water, and you gasp. Then you realize it's just a turtle. You check to be sure that Carrie didn't see you. You wouldn't want her to think you're afraid of a turtle, even if it is a big Turtle, a really big turtle. Besides, you weren't really actually scared, just startled. Snap. You jump back. Hey, that turtle tried to bite your face. You stare at the huge creature. Must be some kind of giant snapping turtle. <laughs> Maybe a mutant. Then the turtle's huge, jagged beak clamps down on your shirt sleeve, and it pulls you into the pond. Quick. Turn to page forty six. He's a he's a good boy, right? Yeah. You tumble, oh, you tumble head over heels into the murky green pond. Terror shoots through you. The water's so dark, you feel as if you're being dragged to a watery grave. The snapping turtle's teeth grip your sleeve. Its strong legs plow through the water. You're dragged deeper and deeper into the pond. Where's he taking me? You wonder frantically. How deep is this pond? You yank and pull, trying to break free, but the turtle's massive jaws are clenched too tight. I've got to get to the surface, you think desperately. I'm running out of air. Splash! Something thrashes in the water behind you. Oh, no. Could it be another giant turtle? (laughs) Turn to to page 16. (laughs) No, this is going to be Carrie saving us. Yeah. Your head whips around. Another giant turtle! Uh, You peer through (gasps) the murky water, trying to see what made that splash. Carrie! She jumped into the pond to save you. To save you. (laughs) She swims towards you. There's nothing you can do to help yourself. You're about to black out. You only hope Carrie can do something before your lungs burst. You see her grab a stick floating nearby, and she pumps her legs hard. In a few strokes, she's beside you and the turtle. Quack. She slams the turtle in the snout with the stick, and instantly it releases you and snaps at the stick. You kick your legs with all your strength, and you burst through the surface and gulp in air. Yes! You cheer. Thanks, Carrie. I owe you. No answer. You gaze around. Uh Uh-oh. No, Carrie. Turn to page 48. Maybe uh, you you see, instead, uh, another snapping turtle. A bunch of birds laughing at you. Yeah. (laughs) Got him! Carrie! You tread water and peer into the murky depths. The turtle must have her, you realize with horror. Now it's your turn to save her! You take in a great big breath, squeeze your lips together, and duck back underwater. But you don't see Carrie or the turtle anywhere. Swim a few yards in each direction. The pond is much deeper than it looks. Your air begins to give out. You rise to the surface again. You gasp and sputter. Panic makes it even harder to catch your breath. What's happened to Carrie? Is she down there somewhere? Is she drowned? Is she turtle food? Is she... Ah! You shriek as water sprays everywhere. Ah! Someone shrieks back at you. Turn to page seven. Is it a turtle? Mm-hmm. Talking turtle? Talking turtle, talking turtle. You cry. How did you get away from the turtle? She grins at you. Easy. I just whopped him a few times on the nose. It made him so mad he swam away. Well? What are we waiting for? Free swimmers over. You begin to paddle to the edge of the pond. Wait. Carrie calls. I found something really cool down there. There's an underwater cave. You can breathe in it and everything. Cool. You exclaim. Did you want to go explore? I don't know. Carrie replies. That turtle's still down there. And we have to work on the report for the contest. Then she shrugs. I'll do whatever you want. Hmm. You think. I really don't want to face that turtle again. Especially now that he's mad. But also, what if there's more of them? But it would be so cool to check out that cave, so what'll it be? To check out the cave, 37, to keep exploring the gardens, climb out of the water on page 19. I mean, I will I mean, say birds probably were not saying squawk, squawk, go in the pond, get eaten by a turtle. They might have been saying squawk, squawk, through the pond there is a cave that is yeah, cool. That's my, that's my thought. Let's do it on page 37, then. I have faith in these birds to not just be, uh, Performing a ruse, pulling upon a prank upon us. Mm-hmm. Pulling and upon a prank over that us. Our in- that our interpretation of their communication was correct. It's true. I will never admit that I was wrong. We have to scope out that cave. You exclaim. Let's go. You and Carrie dive back underwater. You follow her into a dim cave. Your lungs feel as if they're burning. Then you burst through the surface of the water. You exclaim. (laughs) Cool, huh? Carrie calls. She's shredding water beside you. You gaze around. Glowing purple moss covers the damp walls. Mushroom-like plants poke out of the crevices and then snap! A leathery beak chomps at your leg. The turtle! You shout. You scramble onto the narrow ledge of a rock. He's back! And he brought friends. Oh my god. Carrie gasps. Oh, lots of them. I was joking. Uh-oh, he scanned the cave. How can you get out without going back in the water? Then you notice the outline of a, ca- of a door in the cave wall. You don't have a clue where it leads, but the turtles are starting to climb out of the water after you, snapping their beaks. Looks like you don't have much choice. You and Carrie dart over and race through the door. Turn to page 13. Is it gonna Is it going to bring us back to the lab, I wonder? I think it's possible. You slam the door behind you. You and Carrie collapse against it, panting. Those turtles have a major attitude problem. You comment. Well, as long as they can't turn doorknobs, we should be okay. Carrie replies. You shiver. I feel totally gross. You complain. My clothes are soaked and my seekers are all snoggy. Carrie nods. Me too. And everything in my backpack got wet. I didn't expect to go for a swim today. You glance around. You're looking at the end of a long, dim corridor. We'd better try and find our way back to the main hall, you declare. Maybe we'll dry off a little on the way. I can just picture Mr. Denmead's face, Carrie moans. He's gonna have a fit when he sees us. He's gonna have a bigger fit if he can't find us when it's time to go home, you point out. Move it. Move it to page 31. You and Carrie wander along the dim passageway. The tunnel twists and turns so many times that you have no idea where you are. You leave squishy, wet footprints in the muddy dirt floor. I wonder if anyone's even been down here. (gasps) You comment. You haven't noticed any other footprints. I wonder if anyone's gotten out. Carrie mutters. Ah, you wish she hadn't said that. Lighten up! You tell her. This is a really cool adventure. (laughs) Carrie makes a face at you. Did you forget we almost died? Yeah, right. You keep walking. We have read this page before, but it was 24 Mm. hours ago, to be clear. Then Carrie comes to a sudden stop. Uh Uh-oh. She mutters. The tunnel splits into two branches. Carrie turns to you. Which way should we go? She asks. You peer down each branch. There's a staircase to the left. You tell Carrie, but I hear voices to the right. Deja vu. She shrugs. You decide. So should we just at this point? Because this is generally what brings us to the to the lab. Should we just at this point mm. wrong warp to uh, page one eighteen? I th- I think it might be uh, nice to go to fifty one so that we can like very quickly summarize the the part that we are currently on. Okay. This will lead us quite quickly to the lab. Yeah, well, okay. 51 was... Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So this is us just stumbling into the recreation room where all the plants are. Yes. And then it's gasp, there's walking, da- walking dancing, moving, plants, and then it tells us to go back to page 30... Which should be the introduction of Max Creeper. Max Creeper then says he grew up among the creatures and he prefers their company to humans but they're bored and need livelier friends on page 14. Mm Mm-hmm. And then... but Okay. And then we kind of figure... Yeah, Carrie figures out... Carrie's like, oh yeah, by the way, I guess I understand it now. You seem maybe to have some malicious intent, you dash towards the door, okay, so we are being wait, hold on, what? yeah yeah, this so, one. Yeah, that brings us back to page 118 but what is what's chasing us at this point? so, uh, we are being chased, I believe, by Max Creeper, we're trying to get away from uh, him and all of the characters from the previous room yeah, let's say, yeah, we're just being surrounded by a bunch of plants. It's it's just... Yeah, and then we move on to page 118. All right. Excellent. We'll just do the this full page, I'd say. You dash towards the door, mm-hmm. leaping over the shrubs. You duck out of the reach of the trees, branches scraping your arms, but you wriggle free. Oh, no. You gasp. You and Carrie stand in front of the door, but it's completely covered with vines and ivy. Oh, the plants. Carrie wails. They've trapped us. What are we going to do? You glance behind you. Max Creeper stands perfectly still, surrounded by his creepy plant friends. They're all smiling at you, and you're not about to smile back. Think you order yourself, or you'll both wind up as caretakers to the green mutants for the rest of your lives. Do you have anything that can help you battle your way out? If you have the morphing plant, turn to page 33. Which we do. Yeah, and we do- and the other thing was the uh, the bouncy grass, which we do not have. Mm-hmm. So, Irrelevant. 30. Three! Let's do it! Carrie, you whisper. Do you still have that morphing plant sample in your backpack? Maybe we can get out, get the plant to morph into some kind of weapon, you think. A gun. Carrie stares at you. She seems paralyzed with fear. You grab her backpack and dump everything out of it. You can hear rustling behind you. Creeper and his plants must be moving towards you. There it is, the frozen morphing plant leaf. You grab it and warm it with your trembling hands and you feel it begin to thaw. You open your hand. The sample has already doubled in size. You glance up at the vine-covered door. Turn into an axe. You urge the... (laughs) Urge the plant. (laughs) Or a saw. (laughs) The plant shudders and oozes, stretching itself, growing larger and larger. Will it work? Will the plant turn into something to help you? Find out on page 115. If this just straight up... Your eyes widen as you watch the transformation. The plant oozes through your fingers. It reaches for the vines clinging to the door. It wraps tendrils around the thick plants. Go for it, you urge. Rip those vines off the door. The end of the plant in your hand begins to move, and it quickly wraps itself around your wrist, tight. Uh Uh-oh. You can't believe how fast it all happens. In seconds, the plant morphs into long tentacles. They curl around you and carry. Soon, you're both trapped in a tangled mass of creepers. You can hear Max Creeper's booming laughter through the leaves. Don't look so surprised. Why would the morphing plant be on your side against Max Creeper and all those other plants? Looks like you're stuck here forever as entertainment di- directors for a bunch of plants. But please don't complain. Everyone hates it when you vine. The end. Wow. 24 hours <clears throat> of buildup. <laughs> and, uh, and it just brings us to death. I love it. They duped us so good. They duped us so good. Okay, wait. So, oh, holy crap! So I think the the uh, most recent branch is uh, whether or not we explore the underwater cave. Yeah. So I guess at this yeah I guess at this point we just have to not explore the cave. Keep exploring the gardens. Keep exploring the gardens on page nineteen, and I guess theoretically go back out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's not take any chances with that turtle. You decide. He
1: might have friends.
0: You and Carrie scramble out of the pond. You lie in the grass and catch your breath. Yuck. You complain. I'm soaked. Let's hang out here until we dry up. I don't want to have to explain to Mr. Denmead how we got wet. Carrie nods. Me either. I have a feeling that jumping in the pond is on the list of no-nos. You and Carrie squeeze out as much water as you can from your clothes. You shake your head hard, spraying water from your hair. Finally, you feel dry enough to continue going through the rest of the gardens. Turn to page 100 and choose another area. Which means that we are actually moving on to page 50. Mmm, we have visited all of the areas. And hopefully the moss or the living plant has value here. I would imagine it will. But only one way to find out. You stare at the directory in the main hall. Hey, we did it! You exclaim as you scan the list. We visited all the exhibits. I can't believe we made it through them all. And survived. Yeah. Carrie agrees. It was cool, but... I think we have to tell Mr. Denmead not to bring a class here again. It was way too dangerous. Maybe. (laughs) You shrug. You do have to admit, it was also pretty fun. We're definitely going to win that contest. Carrie gloats. I wonder what the prize is going to be. I wonder where everyone is. You comment. Carrie peers out a grimy window. I see Mr. Denmead and a bunch of kids at the front gate. She tells you. We better go join them. You and Carrie head for the enormous doors. Stop right there. Bellows a voice. A hand grabs your arm. Carrie's too. Ow! You cry. Let go! Before you can see who it is, a bright light shines your face, and it blinds you. You're in trouble. The voice booms. Big trouble. Making a hard call on that voice. Making a hard call? I am guessing that is evil. I think that would make sense. But, but please don't hurt us. Carrie stammers. Oh, sorry, kids. I didn't mean to scare you. The lights click off. Max Creeper stands in front of you. I apologize. Sorry? I apologize. When faced with it, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize I was in the wrong. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. Oh, I did a whoopsie. He says. I thought you two were plant thieves. You can never be too careful. Well, we're just kids, you explain. What a weirdo. My father created amazing new plants, Mr. Creeper lectures you. For the last ten years I've been fighting off spies and thieves who come to steal his creations. That's why the gardens are closed to the public. We have seen some wild plants. You agree politely. Yeah. Carrie agrees. But everything did turn out okay. Good, good. Better catch your bus. Mr. Creeper says. As you hurry through the doors, Carrie drops her backpack. Some of the plant samples she took tumble out. Wait just a minute. Mr. Creeper snaps. What are those plants doing in your bag? Oh no, the angry tone of his voice raises the tiny hairs on your arms.
1: What do you mean?
0: You ask. Mr. Creeper's face turns red, then purple.
1: Plant thieves!
0: He howls. Quick, turn to page 27. Are we going to be punished for (laughs) taking items? Oh no. Oh, loot goblin ways. Oh my lord. Okay, this is... This is new. We'll we'll get to it, but this is new. I swear we're not plant thieves. You babble. We thought it was okay to take little samples. Well, you thought wrong. Creeper snaps. You two are plant thieves. You're not students at all. He's crazy, you think? He's totally bonkers. We are students, and we can prove it. Carrie says. Ask us anything you want. We spent all day studying this place. Okay. Mr. Creeper's eyes narrow craftily. You said you went to every area. Well, I'll ask you five yes or no questions, and they will prove if you're telling the truth. Mark down your answers to Mr. Creeper's questions. Did you see any arctic moss? We did. Yes. Did you see any rose bushes? Yeah. Yes. Did you drink anything? Yes. Uh-huh. Did you meet any slugs? No. I don't think we did. Yeah. We 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 definitely did not. Did you meet any birds? Yes. Unfortunately, uh, unless you've answered yes to all five questions, we need to go to page 57. Interesting. I mean... I'm trying to think if, like, all of these would be force yes except for the slugs and, like, it's trying to punish you. Like, oh, well, I saw some of these, so you say yes to a couple of these, so you just assume they're all right? I don't know. Oh, yeah. If we go to page 60, I bet it's like, you're a liar. There's no slugs in this exhibit. Ah, they're
1: plant thieves. Plant thieves.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. All right, I got four yes answers. You tell, Mr. Creeper. Me too. Carrie M- says. The slug wants a trick, right? You're right. Mr. Creeper admits. I guess you aren't plant thieves after all. <laughs> but we could be plant thieves that just went to all the exhibits to steal lots no, of no, plants. No, 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 the plant thieves only go oh, to one exhibit to take plant yes. thieves from that. You're right. Sorry. Not a plant thief. Wouldn't know. Thank goodness, you think. I'm so glad we did a good job exploring this place. I apologize, Mr. Creeper says. When I (laughs) think about plant thieves, I just go crazy. Well, better go join your class. I just love that sentence. Uh, (laughs) When I think about plant thieves, I just steam up Uh, (laughs) you and Carrie hurry out of the gardens. And guess what? You write the winning report. They announce the winning team at at a special assembly. And when they call your names, you and Carrie scramble onto the stage. Mr. Denmead hands you your prizes. Two cheap-looking medals. And that's not all, he adds. You two have won something very exciting. You and Carrie glance at each other. You hold your breath, waiting to hear what you won. A free trip to the amusement park? Gift certificates from the mall? Bike? A bike? A bike? Mr. Denmead beams at you. You're both going to spend the summer as volunteers at the evil
1: Creeper Botanical
0: Gardens. The end. I mean. This has to be the right path. It literally has to be the right path. So, ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba! We did it! We did it! We got two cheap-looking medals and, you know, a summer worth of servitude in the Yeah, creek, the it's not guns. even a job. But also, we're volunteers. Exactly. We Although, we do know the area now. So, like, I don't know if we're in that much danger. Maybe we I, just get to enjoy some time speaking with birds. I, I will say, I really, like... I really enjoy this setting to the point where mm-hmm. like the thought of this area minus the danger I would really enjoy being a volunteer mm-hmm. at a place akin to like a Willy Wonka's plant factory I oh, think, yeah I think it sounds nice I I I like from a setting perspective this is one of my favorite settings personally mm-hmm. like I I am a sucker for like a an abandoned. Overgrown, like you know, nature has one Kind of aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I really yep. like it, and so yeah, from a setting pr- perspective, I love this one. This it's, it's very much does have the uh, the shop till you drop dead formula to it. Uh, yes, that I think. I'm trying to think if it worked. Which one it worked better in? Because. I think we did. We just had like a pretty rough order, because like the mm-hmm. only time we had we had an item from the past. Well, that's not true, because the the antidote thing worked. Like we had the antidote and then we used it.
1: it we did, although but it was that was the same like,
0: path. It was in the same path, and specifically after we got the antidote, there was no choice but to progress to the point that we would then yeah. going to need to use it. So I I think that the shop till you drop dead probably I think it pulled off this formula better
1: probably strange
0: i feel almost exactly the opposite mm. which is that i feel like this one was more order agnostic uh, although yeah. i guess you know we did encounter the birds before we encountered the pond which otherwise would have been a bit strange. No but here's the thing here's the thing uh the arctic was also the pond so like i think that i think mm. i genuinely the pond in the arctic and the pond in the native exhibit both led to the same place, and they were both pawns. Mm-hmm. So I think that you could argue that, you know, you could argue that that sort of is a link too, which I did really like. I don't know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I could see myself after like I think it's just because it was so such a long haul. I think after a little bit of time from it, I think I'll maybe enjoy the the inventory management of this one better. I think mm-hmm. it's just because we had less success. it's really satisfying when you get successes from the inventory management system and it's a Mm -hmm. bummer, you know, and that's the thing is it can be a bummer when it's like after 24 hours we come back, we finally get back to that one room where like, okay, we know that there has to be, like we know that this item can be used here and then we get there Mm -hmm. and it's like, Nope, it kills you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why would you think it would be on your side? <laughs> yeah, it's like, to be fair, hey. I didn't. I would have assumed that the, the other one would be more likely, but we didn't have it, so hey. Exactly. I also would like to very quickly check, though, if we tell evil Mr. Max Creeper, uh, oh, we got, yeah, we saw the slugs. What happens on page 60? Let's find Does out. he just go, that's it, I'm murdering you now. I mean, hey, <laughs> In for a penny, in for a pound. Let's 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 find out. Page sixty. This is the what can only be the bad end. Mm-hmm. How many of those questions did you answer yes to, Mister Creeper demands? And you'd better be right. Five. You answer. Yup. Carrie chimes in. I said yes to all five too. Five. Five. I also just realized something funny that. The, mm. the thing that Branching Path that brought us here, it's either five or four or less. So if mm-hmm. you go to none of the zones, if you go to none of the zones and you just go to 50, you get the good ending. <laughs> While true, <laughs> I think they also make you go to all of the zones before they let you go to 50. Well, I mean, hey, it's a book. They don't, you know, they can't stop you. <laughs> but I'm just like... <laughs> Like if you get to that right. page and you're wrong, like if, if you if you fudged it up in some way and you 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 made a mistake and you accidentally like skipped over a section, technically you get the good ending anyways. Like mm-hmm. it, I don't know, it's kinda of funny. All right. It's uh, in case you forgot as well. Yes, yes. Five, you answer. Yep, Carrie chimes in. Five Five Mr. Creeper seethes. That's wrong! You lied to me. There were no slugs. That was a trick question. You thieves! No, I swear, we're
1: not thieves!
0: You cry in horror. You try to reason with Mr. Creeper, but he won't listen. He marches you both into a closet. Thunk. He slams the door shut and locks it. What are we going to do now? You moan in the darkness. Hey! Carrie exclaims. There's a door down here. It's some kind of chute. You hear her open a creaky door. Let's go down it! You shout. Maybe we can escape! You and Carrie slide down the chute. Splat. You land in a stinky, steaming compost heap. You're surrounded by plant trimmings and garbage. The worst part is, there's no way out! Down there in the garbage heap, you miss your family a lot. Too bad you can't write them a compost card. The end. Wow. Yeah. We're trash forever. <laughs> I already knew and internalized that. <laughs> I, I do not like to be harsh, but that might be the least of my favorite of the ending puns, one of these so far. It's quite the stretch. It, I mean, I delivered it uh, mediocre because it deserves to be. <laughs> oh, it's... It's it's written that way. <laughs> I think it's un. Yeah, that's true. It is deli- It is delivered that way by the book. To it just, it's just a straight up. It's just a compost space card. But hey, yeah. I don't know. Alas, I I liked the book as a whole though. I really did. I enjoyed this one. Uh, oh, absolutely. All two days of it. I- this this is definitely actually one of my favorites so far. I I really like the structure. I really like the setting. I like all of the characters. I think like a yeah. lot of the a lot of the connections were were pretty fun and unique. And to be clear, when I was comparing the stru- this versus uh, Shop Till You Drop Dead, I mm. I rate both of them highly because of the structure. Yeah. So when I'm saying when I'm putting them against each other, it's not like I'm saying, well th- if this if I like the way that if I felt like we had more satisfaction from the inventory system in that one it doesn't mean that i don't like this one this one is still very up there for me i really mm-hmm. i think anything that has this kind of formula that i think we're going to see more as we eventually get to the special edition books i think it's going to just by default be in the upper echelon for me yeah so and and i think that I don't know, and I, the, the fun thing is it's kind of like a probably a teaser for some of the things that we'll see after Goosebumps as well, too. I think, you know, we'll, we'll start to eventually potentially see some things with inventory as well, which will, is something to look forward to also. Because I, I think mm-hmm. that there's something really special about that that system, and especially when it's done well and when it's, like, done... Not, not lenient, but... I don't know, yeah, it's, like... Boy, there's a lot of times where having an item screws you over, and it's it's mm-hmm. kind of an interesting it's an interesting take, which I don't think is inherently wrong. Uh, but alas, we should probably this. I don't know what these two parts combined into, but I'm assuming it's around two hours, so we should probably start to wrap it up. Um, mm-hmm. so let's see, anything you you want to shout out, plug, uh we got something probably pretty major for next week to, to shout out and plug Teaser Teaser, but I think we'll probably wait till then for that.
1: Hmm. I'll, I'll, uh,
0: I'll, I'll save the space and then give... I'll cede that space, rather, to next week instead. All right. Sounds good. Well, then I'll just say, hey, if you enjoyed the podcast, rating it is a cool thing that you can do to it. If you liked it, you can five-star upon it, or if you're watching it on YouTube you can like it we do have a youtube channel where these get uploaded in kind of like a, a video format as well youtube.com slash at turn to page cast uh which if you want to help support the growth of that that would be fantastic it's a really really good free way to help support the channel or I mean, i guess it's the channel but help support the podcast is by supporting that channel uh mm-hmm. that'd be that'd be great same with reviewing etc uh those are just great ways to help if you have anything you know i'll say uh if you have anything to to shout out or just messages you want to send to us as well the best way to do that is uh turn to page cast at com. if you ever have something you need to send in yeah, or like want to just help us find books or something like that or you just have something to say you can shoot a message right over there that's probably the best way to do so uh but yeah i i think that's going to do it unless unless you got any final words
1: Plant thieves!
0: Oh, that just gets my goat. Oh, I don't go get me... crazy when I think about them. Don't get me started about goats. Don't let... Don't get me started on
1: goats. Oh, Grr, grass leaf thieves. thieves! Yes.
0: Uh, steams me. It really gets my goat. All right. Alas. Uh, yeah. Does gonna do? I lose that? my compost jaw. Oh.
1: Man. The end.